Welcome to FPBC. I'm Kev Jackson. Coming up later in the show, we're going to hear from Aaron Templin of Destination Sporting Goods. But first, checking in with uh, Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service. Uh, Jason, actually, you've been doing a, a little bit of a tournament trail, haven't you? Yeah, I've scheduled just a handful of tournaments this year, and I just got kind of done with my, I called it my tourney flurry. <laughs> the last Friday, I finished up that. I had a tournament in Grand Rapids, the Graha. And then a tournament on Ottertail Lake, the one mania tournament that I do with my dad. Okay. A couple of really good lakes. Very good lakes against a very excellent fisherman. And I did almost really good in both of them. <laughs> almost really good. That's good. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> well, 11th, 11th place in both tournaments. And, and those are two tournaments you want to get in the top 10 in. And, and I was oh. knocking on the door on each of them. And it was. Shoot, it ended up being less than a pound in both of them that I missed it by. Really? Wow. Yeah. One stinking little bite. Wow. Well, let's Next ta- year. Yes. Yes. It's just like when you're golfing and you hit that last good shot and you decide, I'll go back again. Yep. Yeah. I try to golf once a year. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about Pogagamai. That is a really fascinating lake. It's a really unique lake. And... Uh, Loaded with fish, but sometimes very hard to find. I'll tell you what, Kev. We pre-fished that lake and dropped the camera down a lot more than we fished. And if you pick a walleye-looking spot, you pick a finger, you pick a point, a hump, and you drop that camera down in the weeds or on the weed edge, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating because it's nothing. It's walleye, it's walleye, it's walleye, it's walleye. They're all down there. But to get those buggers to bite is difficult because the they have so much forage in that lake that why would they eat whatever you're offering? Right. But we did, the the amount of fish caught this year was way up from years past in that tournament. And I think maybe that's to do with a little bit. They moved the, the date up a couple weeks. They had it earlier than they had in the past. Incredible fishery. Incredible fishery. I mean, the amount of, there's there's eater fish in the weeds that you can go after and Lindy Rig or spinners. And, and you want to go get some of those big bites, run some of those bigger minnows, you know, be ready to catch a pike and some smallmouth while you're doing that, but unbelievable. We In the tournament, we ended up with a 25-and-a-half and a 26-inch fish on our card, and and I think the, the winning boat had had several fish over over that 23, 24-inch mark. Wow. That That is pretty amazing. Yeah. that with the, with the smelt in there, those fish grow big, and every single walleye you catch out of there is just healthy. They, they're not starving by any... <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, talk a little bit now about Ottertail. I think it's a lake from your home area, right? Yep, I grew up just south of Ottertail, about half an hour. Um, another tremendous fishery. I was commenting to the local guys I know that were in that tournament. I'm like, boy, I should move home and guide on this lake. <laughs> my my dad and I fished that tournament, and tournament day, our strategy, uh, my, my strategy was to fill our cart up with six fish, and we ran uh, bottom bouncers and spinners, and Boy, the number of 
13, 13 and a half inch walleyes in the lake is just incredible right now. We, I think we boated probably 25 walleyes during the tournament on Friday. Wow. We managed to uh, scrape together some decent ones and, and one bigger one, but like I said, one just wasn't quite enough again. <laughs> So with all those 13 and a half uh, inches, it sounds like the future is bright on Ottertail. Oh, that that lake is just a tremendous fishery. And, and, and the bite's changing down there. That water, uh, now we had a little bit of an algae bloom, but the zebra mussels now in there have really cleaned that water up. And, and I think that'll change the bite a little bit. But there's enough really good fishermen down there, you know, that they'll figure out what those fish are going to do. And, you know, it might just be that they move a little bit deeper, they're weed edges are going to move a little bit on them but those fish are uh there's plenty of fish there to be caught i think that's exactly what's happened on winnie you know it's it's cleared up a little and that's what happened and it took them about i don't know seemed like two or three years but this year they figured it out and the bite is strong on winnie again i've heard that but i've heard the uh what i'm hearing off winnie is you go up there and you boy you could sure reel in a punch of nice fish but the uh the number of uh Finding those keepers is kind of a challenge. There's just a tremendous, uh, tremendous deer class of some real nice fish on wind. We'll find out from Jason his favorite hot spots in Paul Bunyan country lately. But up next, we're going to check in with Aaron Templin from Destination Sporting Goods. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, checking in with Aaron Templin over at Destination Sporting Goods. First of all, Aaron, on the National Walleye Tour, two tournaments in. How's your rookie season going? Uh, not too shabby. You know, I'm sitting in uh, 20th for uh, for overall points, so now off to Devil's Lake, and hopefully we can do a little better than we did in Michigan. Michigan got real tough for me. Okay. So um, where on Michigan were you doing the tournament? Uh, we were on Saginaw Bay, out on Huron. Um, there was some long runs and some big wind, that's for sure. It's so different than the lakes we fish here. Oh, it's crazy. We talk about uh, we talk about three foot, four foot waves around here, and they're really actual one footers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get a little little adjustment there, that's for sure. And of course, Devil's Lake is a kind of a unique fishery in its own right. Yeah, we get to fish a little bit of our style. You know, what we're used to around here really works well on Devils, and I'm I'm pretty excited to get out there and get to work. So what is the thing that surprised you most so far about fishing the pro uh, walleye circuit? Oh, timing and speed. I would mm-hmm. say that's the number one thing I've noticed from fishing the professional circuit from anything else I've ever fished. It's 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 fast decision-making. It's... Uh, I mean, you don't. Uh, your decisions need to be, be absolutely perfect. That's for sure, and and it's it's a learning curve. I mean, at every corner, there's Hall of Fame anglers and guys I've looked up to my entire life fishing against you, and and it's the speed of things. They they pick apart a spot at a speed rate that I'm not used to. That's for sure. But uh, hopefully, we can get there. It's it's you watch you watch the legends work. That's for sure. Isn't that interesting? Because that is this thing that, whether it's a basketball, a hockey, a baseball, or a football player, that's they say the same thing. The speed of the game, when they get to the pro level, it blows them away. And same yep. thing for fishing. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely no different. you got the, the guys that are the best at their trade, and, 
and you're putting your name in a hat against them, and it's it's fun to watch it happen. Just just being there and being at that level, I've I've been having uh, the year of my life. That's for sure. I'm just happy every day when I wake up, and I'm happy to compete in that world. And and we've stayed pretty competitive so far. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it keeps going and rounds out the end of the year. Absolutely. So you got the Devil's Lake, and then uh, is there one more tournament after that? And it's the Lake of the Woods Championship. So, oh, yeah, pretty close to home. Okay. You know, we get some bodies of water that fish our style, and I'm pretty excited to round out the end of the year. I'm guessing you've probably been on Lake of the Woods before. <laughs> a couple times, <laughs> yeah. I've spent uh, I've spent a couple long days out there. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a look at what's going on in the area right now. How is the bite been? We're in July now. July has been actually really, really good in this area. I'm I'm super excited for what's going on. Guys are catching fish. They're excited. Uh, the guys that have been braving the heat and the no wind and the the random thunderstorms coming through, but the bite's been strong. Uh, hmm. Some lakes are a little behind. Um, the The bug hatch affected some lakes differently, but Bemidji Bemidji has been the talk of the town. That thing is hot, hot. That is, that lake is really going this year. It's amazing. Oh, it's it's a fishery. I've been saying it for years. It just reproduces and reproduces, and and it's phenomenal. It's it's great fishing, and it's right here. You know, it's mm-hmm. right in town, and it's it's very rare to find a fishery with a town connected to it like this. That just produces what people want. What are they biting on right now? Uh, a lot of guys are still fishing night crawlers. There's some minnow bites going on. A um, lot of slow death. Slow death has been the answer for the year here in July, or the month in July, I should say. Slow death fishing, and if anybody knows what a slow death hook is, it's, it's made by Mustad. It's a unique bent Aberdeen-style hook. It's got unique bends in it that twists and turns, and it turns that night crawler, and it's when the bug hatches on, these fish feed on night crawl or the night crawlers. It's a it's a bug style bite, and uh, that slow death has been the answer for them. I had heard even uh, was it last week I was talking to him, uh, Dick Beardsley saying he's still using jigs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> the jig bite has not ended. We actually had our walleye league last night. It was one on jigs and plastics actually, so that was awesome. Um, Two young guys, they were power fishing with plastics on the edge of the weed beds, just rip jigging along and and happened to take the take the victory for the night. So that's that's still a a great option and they actually caught some really nice fish. Talking summertime fishing with Aaron Templin of Destination Sporting Goods. What other lakes are going right now? Uh, you know, I've heard casts is starting to pick up with that clear water. Guys are really starting to put together some nice bites, but a lot of trolling and getting away from the boat. That planer board usage is really starting to take off. Guys are utilizing it and catching some nice fish. Um, I've heard the small ponds with the panfish are really taking off nice. Uh, it's been pretty good July. Yeah, it has. i got to mention the, bu- the bass bite is good, too. Yep. The bass bite's been phenomenal. A lot of guys are just jigging pig or Ned rigs, um, doing really, really well on Ned rigs from what I've been hearing. Yeah, it's a thing to, to remember, you know, if, if you're not needing to get walleye, you can basically hop in on any one of those 200-acre lakes or smaller, and, and there's, there's fish biting. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's what I've always preached about our areas. Our area is so great up here. For any option you want to do, there's going to be something you can target every day here in the Bemidji area, and it's it's a blast. This this is what makes our area great and, and so wonderful is whether the sun's shining, it's hot, it's flat, you don't want to go take after walleyes, 
there's always something to chase. We've got so many great options and so many great lakes from the turtle chains all the way down to South by Plantagenet, whether you want to go fish the big waters in the back bays of Leech Lake, Winnebagosh, Cass Lake. I mean, all these fisheries are in our backyard and not far to drive to, and they're phenomenal. Have you heard from anybody who's been on Winnie, uh, Leech, Red, any of those? Winnie has been doing really good. There's, there's a spinner bite going on Winnie right now that's been producing really well. Um, Leech Lake is a little bit tougher. Um, all my guide buddies down on Leech Lake are struggling a little bit, but they're still putting walleyes in the boat every day. It's just not the normal Leech Lake that we're used to. I think pressure is finally catching up with that lake. Okay. Uh, how about the musky bite? Musky bite has turned on finally. We are here. <laughs> Guys are putting some big fish in the boat the last uh, last five, six days. What have they been coming in and grabbing? Uh, it's shallow stuff. A lot of guys are fishing bucktails and topwaters. Um, it's really been taken off. You know, you had a moon phase come off. That was really nice, and and that's it's lighting up. Guys are fishing the weed beds. Muskies are showing up, and they're biting. Heard of anything real big? Uh, you know, a couple 50 inches. Okay. Nothing crazy. Uh, what, what's been the lake? Uh, Plantagenet oh. secretly has been really good. Bemidji's been also producing. Um, and then I've heard some Cass Lake guys are starting to put them in the, put them in the net. Okay. Well, Cass Lake is tricky now. It's, it's, it's a clearer lake than ever, as, as you yep. noted. And, and obviously, uh, the planter board thing works, but low light is probably the key to, to Cass Lake. Low light's lake. the key. Yep. If you want to fish traditional, low light's the key. Okay. Absolutely. If you want to think outside the box, it can get done in the daylight, but you got to get away from that boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're hit, when you're hitting the water, what lake are you hitting? Uh, typically, I like to sit a lot on Cass Lake. Okay. Yep, I'm a, I like Cass Lake. I like that unique style of fishing, and I've been trying to crack the coat out there for quite a while. So Cass Lake kind of has a special place in my heart, and I go out there quite often. And, of course, like you said, Bemidji has just been red hot since, red hot. since about two weeks into the season. Yes, it just doesn't seem to turn off. <laughs> okay. All right, and of course, uh, what, if people are coming in, they need some bait or they need some tackle, uh, what are your hours? Yep, we are 9 to 8 during the week, so 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Come on, visit us, let's talk fishing. It's, okay. uh, it's a great time of year to be putting the boat in and enjoy some sunshine and put some fish in the net. Tell me a little bit about your league. Uh, who's leading the league right now? I think Sean Moran's still got the lead. Sean Moran, he's been uh, red hot all year long, so hopefully he keeps going. Okay, very good. And you guys fish like a different lake every week? or? Yep, yep. We randomly draw a different lake every week, and it's been uh, been a fun year so far. We'll see what next week brings. All right, Aaron Templin from Destination Sporting Goods. Thanks for your time today. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks, Kev. Up next, we check back in with Jason Rylander, find out where he'll be fishing this weekend. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Take good notes so you sound smart. Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service back with me now. Jason, what are you hearing about Paul Bunyan Country these days? I'm hearing Bemidji is ridiculous. And it's, it's a fun time of year on Bemidji right now because... Pick your favorite way to go catch a walleye, and you can go do it. I'm, I'm talking to guys that are still catching fish on jigs and minnows in the weeds, you know, doing the perch and the pike and the walleye thing up there. Um, Matt's been doing his crankbait bite out there, and that's been going good. Yeah, like other guys running bouncers and spinners on uh, in a little bit deeper water on weed edges to catch a fish, and then, you know, that jig wrap bite is starting to go with, with, some, with some deeper fish hanging off the edge of structure and stuff, but it's... I haven't talked to anybody that struggled catching fish on Lake Bemidji. 
It, it is amazing. Usually, this is usually the time people say, well, I better try the bass bite, but the, the walleye bite just keeps going. Bemidji is such an incredible fishery. I, I, it amazes me every year, I think, at some point, these fish are, you know, they're just, they're not going to be there. They're not going to bite. And every time I go fishing, I catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I know. And I, and I, and I, is, is the fishery that good, or am I that good a fisherman? I don't know. I know your your uh, compadre uh, likes to spend a lot of time on turtle. Have you heard anything up on the turtle chain lately? I have. I've heard the uh, big turtle bite has been really good, and the and the year class of fish up there has been really nice. A lot of those like sixteen to eighteen inch fish are are coming out of there, and that makes sense to me because it's the last few years it's been a strong. 14-inch class, and, and those fish are moving up now, getting a little bigger. But the bite bite out there continues to be strong. Strong panfish bite out there. The bluegills and crappies, if you can get on those, that bite's been incredible, too. That's the cool thing about turtle is, uh, you know, if, if the walleyes happen to be getting quiet for a few hours, you can just go get panfish, or if you want, you can go get some smallmouth. Oh, yeah, the, then the smallmouth out there, that fishing continues to get better and better, too, but well, you get a day with a nice little breeze on Big Turtle. You can set up on one of those cabbage bed edges and and do a slip bobber with a leech and catch all of the fish. You don't every time that bobber goes down, you don't know what you're going to reel in. Could be a pike, could be a bass, could be a walleye, could be a a bluegill, a crappie, rock bass. Can be a can be a real fun bite on once you get into some of those cabbage beds. One of the things I find really interesting this year, you know, I've talked to people on, about Black Duck and Red, and I've talked to people about, you know, Leech and Winnie and, and Bemidji, and I haven't found anybody say, huh, they're just not biting. I mean, it seems like everything's still going on all lakes. I don't know if it's just uh, better managed fisheries now or smarter anglers or a combination of the two. I think it's a, a combination of the two. I, I know our DNR never gets much for credit, but... Uh... I think they're doing the right things, and I I really like these new pike regs. Now, not that I've been able to get out and take much of an advantage of it, but, you know, if we can get rid of some of those hammer handle pikes, get some bigger pike in the system, and you get get rid of a lot of those smaller ones that are eating up everything in their path, I think that's just going continue to we'll continue to see improvements in, in fishing locally. All right, so if you're heading out this weekend, where are you going? I'm going to Bemidji. <laughs> what are you bringing? Uh, all of it. <laughs> That's probably all a good idea. <laughs> uh, I do. I got a. I know I got a guide trip uh, girl and her dad from Canada, and I think we'll be uh, we'll be doing bouncers and and some crankbait stuff. That's what I'll be spending my time. Cover a bunch of water and and see if we can't find some pods of fish. You know, it's still uh, it's still a good daytime bite, certainly. But uh, if you if you're into it, uh, it's in, it's fun to get out on the lake at night and fish in the dark. It is, and the bite. I've never, you know, you got guys that concentrate on the full moon or different moon phases, and I don't think it matters. Just get out there. You get on Diamond Point or some of those other nice long stretches of, of flat water or shallow water, and, boy, it seems like you can always find a, a limit of fish in a, in a short amount of time. And grab your buddy and have a beverage out on the lake. It doesn't beat that. No, that's pretty plus, good. Plus, it's not 85 degrees in humidity at night. It's at least 72 in humidity. Yes, right? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service. Jason, we want to use you as a guide. How do we get a, how do we get it all set up? Give me a shout on my cell phone, 218-766-7781, or uh, look up our website, northcountryguides.com. 
Jason, as always, thanks for checking in. Great to hear from you, Kevin. Take care. Hey, just a reminder to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Plus, you can go to the website, kbunsportsradio.com. Click on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country for lots of archives, links, and bios of the people we talk to on FPBC. And, of course, you can subscribe to the podcast version at podcastone.com or iTunes. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. Now we go on fishing. Paul Bunyan Country. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.